Welcome to Christchurch Winchester's Lockdown Lowdown podcast. This week we're looking at prayer in the pandemic. So we've put together a panel of prayers, Glyn and Sally Normington and Andrew and Janet Baines. Welcome. Well, I wonder if we can start by asking how prayer has changed for you during this past year. Going back to the early lockdown, the first lockdown, I think for the first time really in my life, I've walked and prayed because we got into this routine of regularly going out for walks um, first thing in the morning. And uh, I would go out, I, I was doing Bible in a Year last year, so I'd listen to Bible in a Year, and then I'd pray for the second half of my walk. And uh, that was a, a nice uh, pattern. Uh, but I found that um, as lockdown and then coronavirus continued, I've um, spent less time commuting, obviously, and less time doing other things, so I can have a more relaxed, quiet time. And more recently, I've been using Lectio 365, also, another aspect of um, praying during lockdown is, I think it's true for many of us, I certainly have felt uh, just a bit more fragile during lockdown. Uh, I have a uncertainty about the way the future is going to go, and I can either take a pessimistic view or an optimistic view. And um, I just find that, you know, God cares for us. He says in 1 Peter 5, verses 6 and 7, that we need to cast our anxieties on him because he cares for us. And... Um, just felt that um, you know we can do that and uh, when I feel fragile I can bring that to God that's been so helpful during this whole pandemic. Yes prayer has changed for me quite a lot I think one of the things that I've really enjoyed doing is the morning prayer um, which is half past eight uh, Monday to Thursday and I found that so helpful I just love that it's a sort of a discipline but it's meeting with other people and being able to pray together in breakout rooms and um, just found that an absolute joy. Early on in lockdown, we started going to the GLOW prayer meetings. GLOW is Great Lakes Outreach, which is sort of run by Simon Gilbo. They're every Saturday morning and we found that we were free then because we had nothing to do. And <laughs> we joined these um, international Zoom calls there were quite a few people on, like a hundred, and um, but some of them were from from Africa, from Burundi, um, and there were people there talking about the actual projects that they were running, um, you know, reaching out to prostitutes or helping families and helping with education and all sorts of different things. But that was such a joy um, to 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 be able to join in with that once a week. We ripped off the idea from Great Lakes Outreach and we um, have a Caris Kids uh, online prayer meeting. It's just so wonderful praying with Africans and hearing them pray because of their approach, their faith. It's just so encouraging. There's more time and it's a question of, as Glyn said, being more disciplined too in using the time that we've been given by God to actually spend time with him. And in our last benefice, just before we moved here, we had a daily morning prayer, slightly different from yours. It was more reading a passage and then discussing it, and then a period of prayer after it. And that has started the discipline. And it's been the most enormous resource to us, because when one of our children developed COVID and her entire family, all four children had it, we had this backup. There were other people who we met four times a week and in the morning prayer who would pray with us and for us 
and for our family. And that has been the most enormous resource. Picking up on Glyn, the pessimist and optimist, there's an old quote, an old saying, the optimist wakes up in the morning and says, good morning, God. And the pessimist wakes up and says, good God, morning. <laughs> and I, I think perhaps there's been a sort of element of both those coming through lockdown. Christians are human, aren't we? And we have, from time to time, felt very low about this lockdown and where we're going. So that's something that we've got had to make sure we don't go into prayer lockdown, because prayer lockdown would be, in a sense, the devil taking advantage of, you know, where we are. I think on the subject of more time to pray, there are more periods during the day because we're not so busy when we can just stop what we're doing and think, Lord, you're there, you're listening, you're with me, you're there to help because you want to help us. And it's just been a very special time that we've not really had time for, do you see what I mean? The start of our day now is is quite different, much more disciplined. We, um, we leap out of bed, we say, good morning, God. Um, <laughs> and we get straight on to Bible in a Year, Glenn, which, which you do. One thing that I have asked myself many times is where is God in this pandemic? Where do you see him? At the beginning of last year, my faith was at a low. Um, I think you know, we'd been praying for the coronavirus not to come from China. We've been praying for it to be contained. We've been praying for people not to die, etc., etc. So there's a whole series of unanswered prayers, and um, it's always hard handling un unanswered prayers. But for some reason, um, my faith was at an absolute low. So you know, my question wasn't really where is God in this; is where is God? Do you exist? It was quite basic, uh, but I've faced that kind of thing a couple of times in the past. And I always pray in that situation, Lord, increase my faith. You know, uh, I believe, help my own belief. And uh, sometimes it takes a period of weeks or months, but, uh, you know, my faith has bounced back and God is faithful and it's stronger. My faith is stronger now than ever. Um, but it's, it's really hard in those kind of uh, dry times. I sort of feel that the coronavirus has been a wake-up call I kind of feel like he's allowed sort of the nation to stop almost. I mean, I know some people are working harder than ever and, and, you know, it's, and it's a terrible, it is a terrible situation, but I just kind of feel like he's um, giving us an opportunity to turn back to him, you know, for us Christians to, to turn and, um, and pray and, uh, and seek his face and to reach out to those around us. We're very involved in the church in Verbier, which is a Swiss ski resort. And I've been um, part of a team running virtual services every Sunday. Um, and what we started seven or eight weeks ago is a Tuesday evening Zoom on the theme of where is God in dot, 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 dot. And the very first one we had was COVID-19. And it went on poverty, armed conflict, bereavement, prison, forgiveness, well, of course, God is in charge of everything. God is blessing us and holding us up and encouraging us to keep our faith strong and to pray and to work as a team if we're lucky enough, if I could put it like that, to be a couple as opposed to on our own, which would be very different. And, um, and so, and to encourage each other. 
Well, what I feel that I've had a greater awareness and understanding of during this whole lockdown has been that God is in control. I've never had such an awareness of this before, and it's influenced a lot of what I thought and what I've done and what I've prayed for, because if you really trust that God is in control, however dire circumstances seem to be, with prayer, with help, with other people's prayer as well, he will sort this out in the way he wants it to go, if that makes sense. And I think that I've been just made to think a great deal more than I ever have before. As Andrew said, when you're busy and you rush around and you're doing things, I have a greater awareness of God's constant presence with me and with the world. And however he uses this time to bring people to him, to bring the message from perhaps maybe able to be use us through Zoom things, he's got a plan. I also wonder if any of you have adopted a new rhythm of prayer over this time. For me, the rhythm of prayer is kind of in different contexts, like um, morning prayer is in a group of maybe, I don't know, three, four, five people, that kind of thing. So there are certain kinds of things you would pray with that group. And then there are my personal prayers and uh, things I pray to God, you know, for family, friends, other issues, but things that I can express to God in a way uh, personally, as it were. And then praying with Sally at lunchtime is, uh, is special because we can pray about things that concern us both. And it's that kind of rhythm of different types of prayer, different people. I've always been deeply kind of moved and impressed by and challenged by Paul's encouragement to pray at all times, unceasing, I think it is. And it, in other words, prayer is not just you know, a moment or a, maybe quite a long moment when we're praying, but our whole life should be a prayer. You know, one leads to the other. And that to me is a rhythm which I would love to get more and more into. And I think lockdown has actually helped that. Every time I get a WhatsApp message, I open it up and I bring it to the Lord and, you know, and I ask, you know, for God to intervene. And, and you know, when I watch the news, I'm I'm bringing that to the Lord and um, asking him to intervene in all the different situations that are brought to us from the television. But it's exactly the same. 1 Thessalonians 5, 7, pray continually. Yeah. <laughs> Huge thanks to Glyn and Sally and Andrew and Janet for such honesty. Well, there's no better place to take a podcast pause until Holy Week, and that's what we're going to do now while we get ready for Easter here as a church team. So see you soon for the Holy Week podcasts or there online or even 